Welcome to the Flourish Conference podcast. Each spring, women from all over the country gather together at our annual conference to learn, grow, and flourish together as a community. Here is the recording from one of our sessions at our 2023 conference. I want to tell you something that happened to me yesterday, just just so you know that the presence of God is being manifested in this in this house. Um, yesterday, I was in a lot of pain. And, of course, I'm the type of person that I try hard to just not show it, just be happy and smile. <laughs> and so I'm walking down the hall, and Marion stopped and grabbed me and began to pray over me. And every bit of that pain left my body. Anyway, I want to talk to you ladies today about the pursuit of his presence. That's engaging when you're in pursuit of his presence. One of the most amazing promises in the Bible is God yearns. He's yearning to know us intimately. Not just to know us just occasionally, but he wants to be intimate with us. I just, you know, every time I think about that verse, I think the God of the universe, I mean, stop and think about that, ladies. That ought to get you excited. The God of the universe, the creator of the universe, and all its inhabitants, uh, not only wants, wants your presence, but he desires to be intimately close to us. Wow. I mean, that is amazing to me. You know, have you ever gone in an airplane and looked down and just little houses you see and you think, he knows everybody that's in those houses praying. And I'm thinking, and, and to think that he wants to be intimate with every one of us. We just even just looking at this crowd and thinking, he loves us so much, ladies, that he wants to be intimate with us. We are told in Exodus 34:14 out of the NLT, for the Lord, whose very name is jealous, is a God who's jealous about his relationship with you. He's jealous about relationship with you. Why is he jealous? Nothing can, he doesn't want anything coming before him. Nothing. Not our cell phones, not, our t- not the TV. Not our children, not our husbands, and not even our grandchildren. That is, that's really hard. (laughs) I have to be reminded of that every once in a while. (laughs) He wants to be first. Now, when I was preparing this message, I thought to myself, there's two presents of God. And most of us don't even realize that. There's two presents. The first one is there it, he is omnipresent. Now uh, when we're in pursuit of his presence, we have to know that there are two presents. And so the omnipresent is describes his being in all places. Now, his, now, that presence is given to us when we are born again. 
He's given it to every one of us that he is omnipresent. He's always with us. He, he, and the verse, it, I love the way David explains it. David speaks of it in Psalms 139.7. He says, where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? David went on to say, if I go up to heaven, you're there. If I go down to the place of the dead, you are there. In the darkness, you are there. Have we ever stopped and thought about that? No matter where we're at in life, no matter what we're doing, he is with you. And that, to me, is so amazing to me. This speaks of the Lord's promise in Hebrews 13, 5. It's, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He is always there. Though we cannot sense that presence. How many of you have ever gone through something and you go, Lord, where are you? There's times when we question, where in the world are, is he? He's right there next to us. So I always like to practice the presence of God. Practice him being in the car with me when someone pulls out in front of me. I'm telling you, when you start practicing the presence of God, it's amazing how much you won't get in the flesh. Because your mind is on his presence and you don't want to do anything to cause him to look bad. So you want to always want to be on your best behavior. Now, I would just uh, encourage you today to start practicing. Just practice. Just always just meditate on him being in places that you just never even thought he would be with you. Cleaning the house. You know, uh, walking the dog. Uh, going on your job. You know, we got to practice always being aware that he is with us. Do you know how much that would please him? If he thought his daughters were always thinking about him thinking about how he's so close to us, he's always with us, and just our minds and our thoughts are on him. You know, we we want our kids to always think that way about us. And, you know, how much more our Heavenly Father wants our minds to be upon him. The second presence, second presence, is his his manifest presence coming in. And you and I have felt that this weekend. There has been a mighty manifest of his presence in this house. And I don't know about you, but I appreciate it because I know that when his presence comes into a place, all hurts go. All sickness can go. All whatever you're going through, it has to flee. It cannot stand in the presence of Almighty God. So the word manifest means to bring from the unseen, unheard, or unknown into the seen and the heard and the known. So it's a real presence. It's a, I mean, you feel that presence. You sense that presence. That's the manifest presence. John 14, 21 says, I will love him and manifest myself to him. He will love us, and he's going to manifest 
himself to us. Hallelujah. But it's only as we pursue his presence. He is not going to manifest himself to us if we're not pursuing him. If we're not pursuing him in the word, if we're not pursuing him in our prayer time, he just, you know, he's not going to. He wants to see you yearning, engaging, to be in his presence, wanting that more than anything else that we do in life is being in his presence. Because we know that when we're in his presence, that's when change comes. The situations cannot stay the same. It has to change because of his presence. Hallelujah. I love that about him. This is when God reveals himself, not just to our spirit, but it is when our mind and the senses become aware of his nearness as well. James 4, 8, and I know you haven't heard this all weekend, but it says, draw near to God, and he's going to draw near to you. Now, how many of you know, God doesn't lie. So if you're drawing close to him and pressing into him and engaging to know him better, guess what? He's going to manifest himself to you. He wants to manifest himself to us. He wants to do things for us that we've been believing him for, for maybe a long time. Maybe it's been just a week. Maybe it's been a day. But he wants to manifest himself for you and I. We need to be passionate about being in pursuit of his presence. We got to be passionate about it. We can't just do this. Oh, well, if I feel like reading the word today, I'll read it. Or if I, this is another one. If I feel like praying, I'll pray. You know, I, I, I love that message. And Tasha, is that how you pronounce her name? Tasha? Joshua. Oh, okay. I love how she loves the word. I'm telling you what. I love the word. I've, I've loved the word ever since I've been a born-again Christian. There's something about the word. And I tell my ladies in the church, books won't change you. They're good, and you can read from them, but how do you know if you're not in his word, how do you know that you're going to be deceived by a book that man wrote? I said, books are just men's brains smeared on pages. <laughs> it might be good, very educational, but it will not change you like the word of God. So the word of God is so important. Uh, passionate. In the 1828 Western Dictionary, it says, highly exalted, expressing strong emotion. Now, I get very excited about the things of God. And I can get very mouthy about the things of God. Especially if you challenge me about the things of God. I, I remember one time I got so mad because there were, I was going to a Christian concert and there was picketers out there picketing and uh, against God. And I remember rolling down my window and said, are you guys nuts? <laughs> to come against God like that? I was just furious. So I get in my little concert where, oh, praise you, Jesus, and all that. And the Lord says to me, you do not have to defend me. I think I got whipped. <laughs> 
So I have to be very, very careful because when you're passionate about something, you really speak your mind, you know, and let, the, let it fall where it may. <laughs> One of the ways that I've always been able to tell if someone is really passionate or if someone's really pursuing the things of God is how excited they are about praying or attending prayer meetings. I'm telling you, if there's a lost art in the church, if there's a lost thing in the church, it's prayer. You call, you call a prayer meeting and see how many people show up. And I, it's got to change. That's why the church is not seeing the power of God like he wants to show himself. He wants to manifest himself. It's because we're not in prayer. We're not praying. We're not on our knees crying out and praying out to him. It takes energy. It takes time. But oh, is it so worth it. It is so worth it. I'm telling you. God is not looking for your talents when he comes to his presence. No, God's eyes and ears is looking and listening for one thing and one thing only. The individual who loves to pray. Then you will see and hear his presence manifested. When we get on our knees before him, you're going to see things happen. Amen? I just, so there's a book, and I usually don't promote a book, you know, when I'm in a conference. <laughs> what? minute guys I didn't say books were bad I love Penny's books I love Ketuzi's books but I'm saying it should never come before your the word of God it should never come before you get in the word of God oh you guys are bad <laughs> but anyway this book I got a hold of and I normally don't promote books in, in, a, in a conference where there's a bunch of, you know, where it, it's an organization because I, I don't know what they like and what they don't like. So I'm real careful about that. But this one is in the School of Ministries. It's a required book for them to read, so I knew it would be okay. But it was... <laughs> thank you, Jesus. But... I'm telling you what, it is the best book, and it's called Unless We Pray. And it will stir you up. It will make you want to pray. It's by Todd Smith. And I would just encourage you to get that book. Because if, especially if you're a person that you're not praying a whole lot. And it's hard for you to get into that routine of just going to God and talking to him and praying with him. So I just encourage you to get it. So when we are under attack by the enemy, the purpose of that attack, we've got to remember this, it's only one purpose, to that attack is to keep us from advancing in our pursuit of his presence. You know, when I had my open heart surgery, I'm telling you what, that was a struggle for me because I was used to sitting at the Lord's feet for you know, two or three hours every morning, just in the word, 
and just talking to him. I like to be like Smith's Warrior Girls were. You read 15 minutes, you pray 15 minutes. I mean, it's easy to pray when you're praying that. But when I was in the hospital, I was in the hospital for two weeks, and you're, you just can't. I, the, I, I just didn't. I'm so glad he's, he's omnipresent because I didn't feel his presence during that time. That's why I got cards, I got texts, I got calls. I'm telling you what, I cried all the time because you don't realize what that does for your brothers and sisters when they're going through something. And, and I was missing my time with Jesus. I was missing it so bad. And even when I got home, it was hard for me to read and, and for, it to, for it, you to grab a hold of, you know, what God was trying to say to you. It took me a while, and I just had to keep pressing in, and I had to keep pressing in. But when we're under attack, that's what it's about. He wants to keep us. He wants to keep us from advancing in our pursuit of his presence. Have you ever felt like, you know, you've been in the Word, you've been praying, but you don't feel like you're going nowhere? Anybody felt like that besides me? Oh, praise God. I knew I was speaking to the right crowd. <laughs> anyway, I heard this thing, uh, this illustration told, uh, was talked about, and I thought, how powerful is that? And I like to think of it when I'm going through, through a really hard time. So the next time you feel that way, think of the bow and arrow. That arrow does not understand that to fly forward, it must go backwards. But once that string is released, it flies and soars towards its target. So you might be in praying and don't feel like you're, anything's being answered or anything. Think of that bow and arrow. You keep praying. You keep reading his word. And then as a, and just keep in your mind about that bow and arrow being pulled back. And that one day that thing's going to be released and it's going to hit that very target, that very thing that you've been believing God for. Amen? Amen. Uh, Matthew 6.21 out of the Passion Translation says, For your heart will always pursue what you value as your treasure. That's so good I need to say that again. Your heart will always pursue what you value as your treasure. That's what you'll pursue. Promise in, there was a promise in Exodus 33:14. It says, my presence will go with you. My presence is going to go with you. His presence is going to go with us. So when we're laying hands on the sick, his presence there right there with us. It's not us that's doing anything. It's him standing there next to you that's doing it all. Don't get proudful, you know, he even had a donkey talk. So don't get proudful about when God starts using you for signs and wonders and miracles or whatever the gift may be. Don't get proudful about it. Realize that you're not doing anything. It's all God. And we have to be aware to step out of the way and just allow God to have his way. Amen. The another promise that I, I loved is Psalms 140.13. It says, the godly will live in your presence. Are you a godly woman here tonight, today? Don't tell me no after this weekend. 
I'm telling you what, this has been a powerful weekend. A powerful weekend. And the, the godly's going to live in his presence. That's a promise for us. Allow God's word to push up you and I beyond you. Just allow that word, to allow what's been released in this conference to push you beyond you, beyond, beyond your flesh. Even though you don't feel like it, do it anyway. Because it's going to pay off. I believe in my heart that there, all these ladies come into this conference this year as lambs of God. But I believe that these ladies are leaving this place today as lions of God. No longer a lamb, but lions of God. Now I want to I end this song. I mean, I want to end this message. Hey, I'm doing good. I, I, I always get nervous because, you know, I'm, I'm one of those that I want to obey my leaders. I want to submit to them and do whatever it is they ask. And, and I, so I always get nervous because I like to talk, in, in case you didn't notice. But anyway, uh, there's a song there called uh, Pursuit by Jesus Culture. Have you ever heard that song? Okay. Do you have the words to that song? Okay. Praise God. Well, I want us to stand because this song is nothing but a confession and just telling God, I want to pursue you. And so today as we sing that song, I want you to think of the Lord and I want you to think that, Lord, I want to pursue you. I'm going to pursue you. Amen? All right. Let's, let's get it started. Strip everything away. Yes, yes, just focus on Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Yes. Yes, yes, Lord. Undo the veil.
not be denied. Yes. in this house. We pursue your presence in this house, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. I will pursue your presence. I will pursue you. I will pursue Let your spirit begin to move on your women. Let your spirit just begin to move. Let those portals of heaven be opened. That the spirit of God can fall in this place. Yes, on every woman, Father. Every woman. Yes, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Father. Yes, Jesus. Nothing like your presence, Lord. Yes, we just want to be with you, Lord. We want to be in your presence, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Mm. Yes, Jesus. Just let him soak in his presence just for a few minutes. We got time. He wants to meet you. 
He's longing. He's longing to hear from you. Hallelujah, Father. Hallelujah, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Your presence. Your presence in this house is so strong. It's so precious. We'd rather be in your presence, Lord, as anywhere else on earth. encourage you you know conference can't change us we come into the conference we feel the presence of God but if we go home and you don't change something in your life that you've been doing if you don't change and make word priority and make your prayer time a priority those feelings are going to go So I will encourage you women tonight, or this morning, that when you leave this place, you make a determination on the inside of you that I'm going to go back home and I'm going to press into God like I've never pressed in before. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 3, verse 8 out of the Passion Bible. I love what it says. Jesus said, I didn't say it. My pastor didn't say it, but Jesus said it. You must prove your repentance by a changed life. Is that a powerful statement? Now, I believe all of you have been changed here. But I know we can lose it if we don't go out and continue to pursue him. That's why I'm encouraging you to go back to your churches and make sure that you are pursuing after him over anything else in your life. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for each and every woman in this house. And I know that you have done a lot of imparting to them. You've manifested your life to them in this conference. I'm asking the Holy Spirit to place a seal on every daughter, Lord. Place a seal that the enemy will not be able to come in and steal the word that has been sown into your life. I pray, God, that every word that's been released from this platform will not return void. But it will produce, it will produce, it will produce in us your, your gifts, your gifts, your love, that we can be a light to this world. Amen. You can continue to learn, grow, and flourish with us as a community of women by visiting nrpflourish.com. There you will find information on our Facebook group, our weekly Flourish podcast with Penny Tusi, and our 2024 Flourish dates. For more information about NRP and other conferences that we have going on throughout the year, 
visit nrpastors.com. We can't wait to see you at one of our conferences soon.